right where you supposed to be. You ain't make no mistake. You are now tuned in to I Am The Prize Podcast. I'm just the messenger. The biggest. DJ Sham. And what you hear is what you get. Jacksonville, Florida, the most anticipated networking event of the year is back. The homecoming for entrepreneurs. Manifesting over mimosas will be Sunday, December 17th at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. Doors open at 3 p.m. Come learn from our amazing guest speakers. Shop till you drop with vendors and network with business owners from across the nation. Visit www.manifestingovermimosas.com for ticket, vendor, and sponsorship information. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the I Am The Prize Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about extending grace and trusting your own process in this journey of life and entrepreneurship. And I'm going to let my special guest introduce herself. Hi there. It's attorney Kenja Steven. I am the brand protector for entrepreneurs, entertainers, and professional athletes. I'm the founder of brandprotector.com, where we help our clients protect their brands with trademarks, copyrights, and contracts. Ooh, okay. So we talking about um, basically protecting ourselves with like boundaries today and, and protecting ourselves with like the mental, the mental ability to like not follow someone else's journey. So I think this is going to be like a really dope conversation. I'm excited to have it with you. So First of all, I want to talk about uh, how I always want to teach my audience about the importance of like networking and divine connections. So before we got on to record this podcast today, me and Kendra, we met at the podcast summit. It was a recent event in Miami, Florida. And I had been talking to her um, before we started recording about like how I've been running from the LSAT, running from the LSAT. And she just so happens to be an attorney that practice what I would practice if I take my behind to law school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was just like really dope. And I wanted to let my audience know that, you know, I don't know. You just never know who you're sitting next to. You never know who you're going to meet. So treat everybody right, y'all. <laughs> that is so true. Like sometimes I find myself in rooms or in conversations and I'm like, you know what? Had I approached this differently, it would have been a hot mess.org. So I'm happy <laughs> that my approach to life is like, give people grace, right? Give people grace. You just never know. Absolutely. And I was always taught that growing up, um, just from child childhood, it was always you treat the janitor with the same respect that you would treat the CEO. And I think that is a big contribution to why I am extremely successful in my own right um today because I don't overlook the people sitting next to me like I don't overlook the underdogs either yeah I don't even think them as underdogs honestly because you just don't know what their path is gonna be right so at this moment in time they might not be in the limelight but it doesn't mean it's not gonna happen I think the way that I approach business is that all relationships are valuable to me Right. Like all relationships are valuable. And I'm always looking for opportunities to connect people or to help them or, you know, because I feel like life is life is already hard. Life is already beating people up. 
Mm-hmm. I don't need to add to that. I don't need to add to the shenanigans of life. Like, right. how can how can I help you? Because one of the things I want to do, my personal goal, not even business related, but I want to create so much good karma and blessings that it goes all the way down to my great, 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 great grandkids. Like, yeah. I want them to be like, I don't know who was praying for me, but thank you, God. <laughs> like, when things happen in their favor, it's all those that all those blessings coming down for the good work that I did. So I read this one verse. It was just like, you know, you leave a, an inheritance for your kids. Yes, I want to leave them like money and property and all the other good stuff. But I want to leave an, them an inheritance of unlimited blessings and yeah. good favor. Like that's that's one of my main things that I want to do. And you know, so I approach business like that too. Yes, and that is amazing. So I actually live by that. Like I always tell my friends, I want to live a life that's so impactful to so many people in an amazing way that my grandkids, great-grandkids, great-great-grandkids, like people just always want to take care of them and look out for them because of who their mom was on this earth. Like, so it's so crazy that you're saying that, the fact that, you know, there's someone else out here that's thinking that way because it that, that means so much to me. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a mean girl. <laughs> I don't care to be a mean girl. Like, like you said, life is already hard enough. So if I could just be that one extremely nice person i'm gonna be that and and there's no motive to my niceness because i'm extremely blessed (laughs) exactly and i don't you know for me it's not even just like niceness but you can be nice but how can you really help me right how can i help you i'm nice and i want to be helpful like i want to be of service and i think that's how come i ended up in the space that i'm in as far as like trademarks like how i practice for my clients, I think of their whole brand. I don't just think, okay, I'm going to take this trademark application and march it down to the USPTO. Okay, that's done. How can we make this brand worth billions of dollars? Like, what can we do to expand your brand portfolio? How much value can we add? So whenever I had conversations with them, I look at it as an opportunity to pour into them or to light a new fire in them or help them solve a problem. Like I get on the phone sometimes and they might just be having a bad day. It might be a mental health moment or whatever the case may be. I'm pouring in words of affirmation, words of motivation. Like I'm trying to really help you focus on that because to me, right, your vision of whatever it is, even if you say, Kendra, I want to, I want to start a nonprofit to help save girls that are going through a hard time at home with their parents because you know those teenage years are extra special okay Mm -hmm. god put that in your heart how can i help you manifest that into reality because that was for you to bring forth that's not kendra's mission that's your mission so how can i help you with that mission okay we trademark what else you need who can i put you in contact with right that's how i see myself in in all that i do Right. Okay. So let me ask you something. How many times do you come across clients or people who meet you at one point? Because, you know, trademarking should be the first step in a journey when you're starting a business, but it's not always the first step. It's usually when people got a little bit of change or they feel like they're blowing up and they want to protect the name, right? Yeah. How often do you get people who get discouraged about where they are in their journey? Um, maybe because they find out about the price of trademark or the timeline of trademark. Like, Ooh. I get people 
it's very often that I see people that have started the process and then they find out they can't use their name. Right. And so they've already invested time. They fell in love. It's, it's, they, they, they go together real bad with this name. And so you got to be the bearer of bad news. And people always tell me, I love the way you deliver bad news because you don't deliver bad news in a way that I feel hopeless. You deliver mm. a bad news in a way I feel empowered. Mm. That, now, that's powerful. As an, as an attorney, as a businesswoman, that's extremely powerful. Compassion is super powerful. Yeah, you got to deliver things in a certain way. So I'll even have some attorney friends. I'll be like, can you do this call for me? <laughs> can you tell this client this bad news? They're like, I don't know how you do it. But girl, the way you sauce them words, it's not me. It's the God in me. But I don't think it's my job to deliver it in a way that you feel defeated. Right. And though they will feel that way, but I consistently continue to motivate them and keep them out of that dark place about it and try to find the light. Like one of those things that you always have to do in life is always find your rainbow. There's a rainbow at the end of every, every, every rain, every storm. Look for that rainbow. Right. right. Look for that rainbow. And so that's my job. I'm constantly trying to say, hey, OK, let's look for the rainbow. What's the rainbow in this? All right, what, we, what we learn from this, right? Because every time you go through something, there's a lesson. And I realize sometimes you keep going around to that thing because you haven't learned that lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's definitely the same lesson, different person, because you haven't learned. Like, you haven't even changed anything about yourself, done their inner work to receive better results from this. So we kind of blame other people sometimes about yeah. why things go wrong we blame the job we blame the man we blame you know the the family for what's going on in our life but it's us because we're kind of setting ourselves up to be put in the same situation again and again and again because we're not approaching it differently that like part I had, yeah yeah yes yeah. i had just had a meeting with my um with my mentee yesterday and i was telling her you know when it comes to family and when it comes to friends, you have to look beyond the outer. You have to look beyond the jewelry, beyond the the makeup, beyond the nice clothes and really look at people's souls these days. And that'll mm -hmm. teach you a lot about how to deal with them. And sometimes a lot of people are not going to be receptive to you changing or you being able to find the rainbow, right? Because we're talking about being able to find the rainbow ourselves, but then it, it comes a point where we have to like, show other people hey now it's time for you to find the rainbow and a lot of people aren't receptive to that and my advice for her was if people aren't receptive to your change and how you want to just exude positive energy and a positive attitude about life sometimes you have to pull back from trying to show them and just be the light like you have to lead by example and what that means is in all of your actions you are just extremely positive and after a while once it starts when once it stops irritating their spirits that you're so positive <laughs> with no motive they'll eventually start adapting and start trying to learn how to be just as positive as well and i think like that domino effect of positivity is just super important because being the first positive, being the first, I guess, po example of positivity sometimes in your social circles or in your family, that's extremely exhausting because you got people questioning your motives of why are you so positive? You got people thinking that you think you're above them because you're so positive. And then you have people thinking that you don't take life serious because, you know, you're so not nonchalant, but just so what did we talk about when you said you law school made you, um, you don't really panic about anything. You just kind of. You get used to being, you get used to being uncomfortable. 
mm-hmm. right there. yeah because there's always something there's always something like like as i've g- grown in business as an adult as a mom there's always something there's always something so learning to be calm and go like you got to go through the storm right you got to go through it so you could either go through it kicking and screaming or you can go through it le- looking to the lesson that you need to learn so you don't have to go through it again mm-hmm. right how do you approach the situation right for me in in the space that i operate in when we have a client and we have to tell them that bad news. Okay, now this is a lesson you need to learn. So how do we approach it? I have some clients that will cry, that will kick, that will scream, but we'll get you through to the other side, right? Or I have some clients that'll be like, okay, let me circle back. And they come back and they, they're ready to go. So how do you approach the storms? Like that's going to be very important for you. And then also learning to give yourself grace. A lot of times I have people, when I'm giving them this information, they like, I'm so stupid. I should have known. But like, no, give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't know what you don't know. Right? right. And so now you know better, you'll do better. But you right. have to give yourself grace. I think that's also very important for being successful as an entrepreneur or a business person. Like, yes, you have to give people grace, but you need to give yourself grace. Mm. Right. That's the one. You got to give yourself grace. I think, again, life is already going to beat you up. Why are you beating you up? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you beating you up? So a lot of times people have this blockage and they're unable to get to the next level. It's not because somebody else is holding them back. It's because they don't know how to give themselves grace. They have this expectation that I need to be on this level because this person, this, that, this. like, no, stop looking at them. That's their path. That's their blessing. That's their success. Your path looks completely different. We, For example, we go to the car dealership right now. We buy two Cadillacs. Let's say we buy Escalades, Tia. We out here balling with two Escalades. Mm-hmm. Both of them black Escalades, 2024 edition. You hear me? Both of them came from the same factory. Both of them were built on the same day. We drive it off the lot. Mine is headed to Miami. Where are yours headed to? Mm, Jacksonville. It's already on a different path. Right. Right. We come back a year later. Mine's done went through it. My kids ate Cheetos and all (laughs) type of stuff. It's got 60,000 miles on it. Yours looking pristine. Your kids didn't treat it like a hoopty. You got 20 miles on it, 20,000 miles on it. Same car, same dealership, different life. Yes. I don't think people realize that. And, you know, it wasn't until, um, it wasn't until like maybe a year after pursuing full-time entrepreneurship that I really learned to like focus on my own path. Because there are people like we tend to look up to certain people. And I know in your journey in law, you you probably look up to certain people, probably like the Ben Crumps of the world. I love him, right? <laughs> right? So- ben Crump was just- I Ben Crump was my mentor in law school. You good, you good. Continue. Really? Okay, so when I was in college, I, I applied to do an internship with Ben Crump, and I got the internship. However, I had just found out I was pregnant, and I was so, so sick. Do you know I turned down an internship because I did not want to underperform around him? Like, I was just so embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed of the pregnancy. I just was embarrassed at how sick I was, yeah. so I wouldn't be able to give him my all. And when I tell you, like, that man is my hero for real when it comes to the law. <laughs> 
girl, you should have been did that that internship. Listen, it's okay because <laughs> we're gonna we gonna manifest it. We gonna speak it into existence that I will go to law school. I will open up this LSAT book and start studying and find me a tutor and all of the things. Because I, if I go, if I do work for anybody, I would set up. I would set myself up to be able to work up under him fresh out of law school. Or while I'm in law school. Let's I speak it into say. existence, Tia. You will work yes. for Ben Crump. Yes. Uh, no, yes. I, you will work with with Ben Crump. Amen. Amen. Because yes. that's my thing. You know, I'm so diehard, full-time entrepreneur that the thought of just working for somebody, that's really probably what's crippling me. Like, oh my God, I got to meet deadlines. I got to work upon somebody. I got to answer to somebody. Like, yeah. that's just not my life. <laughs> you will work with Ben Crump. Let's speak Absolutely. it. Let's speak Absolutely. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's go back to... um what we were talking about, like just extending grace to people and how, you know, we need to learn how to be nicer to ourselves. And we look at other people's paths and we feel like, you know, I want to be just like that person, but it's like, you're not there yet. You're not even ready for the magnitude of the blessing that they received because you might not have the mental capacity to handle it. You may not have the team to be able to um, handle that workload that comes with that level of success, or you might not just have the means of, 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 of funds to be able to produce whatever it is to meet that level. And we get so caught up in wanting what somebody else has. We don't even realize, we don't even look back at ourselves and say, Oh, I'm not ready for that just shit. Cause I've had to do that sometimes. Like I had to, I've seen people who I've looked up to and I'm like, um, this is when I first started my business. I was in college. I had a cosmetic line, feeling fancy cosmetics. I was selling lipsticks. And um, I've been talking so much about it on my um, social media lately because I got a college workshop I'm doing for free for uh, college students. So I was saying um, I looked up to people like Melissa Butler with the lip bar, right? Yeah. And, and um, I'm like, well, dang, I want my stuff in Target. Hey, I'm 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 in college. Okay, we eating ramen noodles and Alfredo. <laughs> you know, like yes. I one thing that I did not know about putting your lipsticks inside of stores where you front the money to get it shelved and then you make the money on the back end. Mm-hmm. Or, so who am I to to side out Melissa Butler about her blessings and what she's being able to do when I can't even afford that level of success right now? And I think that a lot of people need to just look at themselves and their own journeys and like stop trying to put yourself in a position of a big dog because even they have stress <laughs> and you don't want that stress. Exactly. And I love that you recognized that, hey, I'm not ready for that level. And putting your, and then eventually, obviously, doing the work to be ready for that level. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's so easy to look at other people's success on social media and be like, oh, I want this. I want that. Right. But you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I'm grateful for my position as a, as a trademark attorney or just the brand protection attorney that some of the things y'all looking at on social media. Oh, my goodness. The backstory, honey. The backstory. <laughs> I'd be like, woo. Like, like one of my best friends, she's also an attorney and she does work with, with Crump as well. Shout out to Sue Ann, not just a lawyer as well. And um, we talk all the time about the backstory because y'all only seen part of the, you'll see in the public facing story. And mm-hmm. I remember when we first started, when I first started practicing law, I was like, Sue Ann, I want celebrity clients. I want to work with whoop-de-whoop, this person, that person. And manifestation is real because I have worked with a lot of the people that I have on my list. Mm-hmm. But but when you manifest it, honey, you don't know what it what it means to really have that happen. 
and and uh yeah it looks glamorous on social media but there's a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes that you will not know until you're in that position so you're asking for something you're not prepared for you Mm. are actually not prepared for so it's not coming to you yet not because you can't do it it's it's not coming to you yet because you're not equipped for it yet Mm. right and some of your brands your businesses are not equipped for it I remember there was a speaking opportunity I wanted and I was like, babe, you know, they have another trademark lawyer. And he's like, baby, you want, is this the clients that you're trying to attract? Right. Like really think about how you're positioned. And I was like, that is so true. It's totally different positioning. Thank you. But you have to have somebody in your corner that has mm-hmm. to remind you of like, what? well, what is your position, babes? What, what, what are you, what are you really trying to achieve? Right. Right. I know there are trademark attorneys that I consider to be trademark mills where they have thousands of clients and all they do is just trademark applications. They have no clue who they are. Mm. I don't practice like that. I And my clients pay You're very extra intentional. Fee. Yeah, my clients are very much, they pay an extra fee because they know, okay, she isn't taking on thousands of clients. She's taking on only a select few. We're paying this retainer because we're going to get this quality of work. We're, we're going to... When I say, okay, you want to text me, you want to call me, like they have access to me, like those type of things cost money, right? Right. Those type of things are additional touch services, as we call it, that will cost money. And some people will pay for those types of touch services. Some people will not. Who is, who are, who who is your customer? Because sometimes you're paying attention, you're looking at, so when you're like, okay, you could be looking at Payless and Christian Louboutin. Are you Christian Louboutins or are you Payless? Right. Right. Understand your position in the marketplace. And again, going back to knowing yourself, knowing Mm. who you are, knowing your brand, knowing your product, knowing your service so that you can position yourself and be in the right rooms, the right places, the right time to actually provide your product or services to the people you really want to. Alignment is real in this world. Mm-hmm. alignment is so real like you mentioned to me here you're like yeah i had this event i had this like that is awesome i could have been on the phone being like oh man she know other trademark lawyers i ain't the only one oh yeah <laughs> i was like oh okay that's cool that's right. nice but even though we all you might meet another trademark lawyer we don't practice the same way and you right. have to approach your business the same way i practice my business a different way you practice your business a different way whoever's going to hire you they're hiring you because they like the way you practice they like the way you provide services they like the way you produce the product your packaging whatever it is they're attracted to that that right. client is for you right and I- so big on presentation like i love a good show <laughs> so if you got some good packaging to die for and you know your customer service is top tier or you know is the the level of like intimacy because i'm really big on intimacy too like the whole exclusive feel I, i'm i'm the client for you so i just i love you know just the way that you do business and there are our customers for you and to piggyback of, of what you said um I want to tell a story about this event. So we're going into year four of Manifesting Over Mimosas. It's the largest networking event in Florida. Woo-hoo! And I'm so proud of it, right? That's my baby. And I think people would probably be surprised to know that there was um, there was a time in the very beginning, like maybe my first year, where I think there was another event going on at the same time as my event. Like there was like a big concert coming to the city, not the same day, but that same weekend. 
And I was kind of offended that I saw, you know, people that are supposed to be my friends talking about how they going to XYZ concert, but I didn't see them say anything about attending my event. And I was just frustrated because I'm like, well, dang, like, they'd rather go to this than learn about their business. They'd rather make somebody else rich than, you know, um, learn how to get rich on their own because that's what I'm trying to provide to my audience and I'm doing it in a fun way. Like, we're going to have a DJ too. We're going to have drinks too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I mean, I think all entrepreneurs go through that, but then it becomes that level of self-awareness where you realize the value that you have and that you're offering and that you realize that the people who people are going to support you if it whether they i mean people the people who are going to support you are going to support you people who not their mind is already made up one thing about it you cannot over convince anybody to support you because if you overly convince them they'll probably look the other way or you probably will just be like oh i should just left you alone in the first place like this was a trash experience and they will have so many things to complain about and one thing i had to learn was like you said um, I had somebody in my ear telling me, like, why would you even be promoting to them type of people anyways? Like, they don't care about what you had to talk about. And sure enough, I stopped focusing on that. And now we're into year four. And a lot of those same people who were probably, you know, focused on the concert, then they're now business owners now. Mm -hmm. They now value what I have to say. They now value what I'm bringing to Florida. And they now value the 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 opportunities. Because I'm, I'm able to give more opportunities than I was that first year. Yeah. But that goes with give, extending people grace. Like, everybody's not on the same journey as we are. And we can't be mad at people for not supporting us on our personal journeys because we're just on two different paths like exactly. you said the escalate analogy <laughs> well I love what you said though that you had to realize and I hope you guys can connect with that that you have to realize the people that are in the room are the ones that are supposed to be in the room it's mm -hmm. so easy for you to be like well I want 100 people I want 500 people it's like no connect with the ones that are there because they're supposed to be there they're the ones that you're supposed to help and mm -hmm. as you connect with more people that are there, more people will be attracted. They'll tell more people and more people will come. But it's right. so easy for us to get in our heads and say, well, if I don't hit this magical number, mm -hmm. I'm a failure. Like last year, it was, yeah, last year we hosted our first plan to profit event. It was a plan to profit summit. And inside my head and my clients are, you know, spectacular from Pretty Ricky, David Chance, who hosted the summit in Miami, him 500. Like I got clients that are filling up rooms, 19 keys, right? So mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I'm looking at what my clients can do. And I'm like, I want to be on that number. I'm like, hold on, baby girl. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is your first time doing a summit. And I, I spoke to all of them and they're like, Kendra, the people that you need in the room are going to be in the room. Don't worry about right. that, right? Because I was like, give me a name. Give me some names. Let me call up some names. You know, they could give me names and connections. But was it necessary? It's that you don't need that. You don't need right. all of that. I was ready. I was like, you want 10K? Who's, who's coming for 10K, right? Like, I was really willing to invest more money and in getting the headliner instead of investing that money and making it special for those that were going to be there. And I said, mm -hmm. you know, we said, no, we're not going to do that. We turned around, we invested in the people that were going to be in there, and they loved it. They yeah. loved it. They left with a planner. They had a 90-day planner. We sat, we did some planning at the end. We had some amazing guests. We gave out an award to, um, we gave out an award. Oh, my goodness. Why am I forgetting her name? I'm Surviving Vegan. 
she mm-hmm. was there we gave her an award like it was a great event my mom was there she was like oh my god I love it you know and we yes. had an amazing time my kids were there we we provided food for our attendees like it was awesome and I'm looking forward to doing it again and I love that it was intimate it wasn't huge it was intimate and we had a mm-hmm. nice turnout and had I let myself keep being in my head I would have I would have sabotaged something beautiful and right. I would not have even appreciated the people that showed up. Mm, that's important as well. And sometimes a lot of people want large scale events, but like I told you about their preparedness, the, the, the mental capacity, the, the financial part of it like you need security you're going to need police presence you know you're going to need like emts with large amounts of people like the past invest fest that i was just at twenty thousand people you need space to accommodate that like the venue alone and i I can i could do the math in my head only because i have a convention center for my event in um december but it was probably like a hundred thousand dollars because they had to have the venue for multiple days not just renting it for one Mm -hmm. then they had multiple rooms in the building then it's the streets being blocked off and 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 traffic direct, directing traffic. The city of Atlanta would not let you bring that many people without having somebody in place, multiple people in place to direct traffic. Like it, that comes with a great responsibility. And just like you had to do, Kendra, my first year, I wanted like. Um, I tried to get Earn Your Leisure my second year. I tried to get Wall Street Trapper my second year. And honestly, it was $1,000 at the time when they were for their booking fee, right? I couldn't even afford that my second year doing my event. That was so crazy. But, you know, it's the journey. <laughs> and then when they said $1,000 booking fee, I was like, oh, God. Now their booking fee is like $50,000 for an hour. Damn show can't afford that yet unless we get some big sponsors. We manifest in them. But... When I wanted those people, my audience wouldn't have been able to receive them because that's just not where my target audience was at mentally in their journey of entrepreneurship. Like they would have been talking above their heads to earn your leisure in the Wall Street chapters because they weren't ready for to learn about stocks or ready to learn about investing in financial literacy. They were just trying to figure out how to start an LLC and how to have emergency funds. So I had to appreciate and love on and um, pour into the speakers that I had. And the time that I'll be able to have Earn Your Leisure on that stage in December at Manifest Noble Moses, it will come. The time I'll be able to have Wall Street Chopper, it will come and my audience will be able to receive them. And I just think everything is about timing and I'm so big on alignment. Like that's like, it's, it's, just, it's just no other way to do life than just to understand like trust God's timing. That part is true. I- I think that same way I get on calls. We were like, I was just thinking I needed to get a trademark and then your post popped up or your ad popped up. And you know what I said? Keep showing up. Keep showing up. If you're on this and you're like, I don't know. I keep throwing things out. Listen to me. Keep throwing it out, Linda. Keep going, Linda. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't stop because there will be someone who is looking for you one day and you don't stop. Right. Don't stop. Be relentless in your pursuit of finding your align, the person that you align with that you're supposed to serve. And you know, I said serve, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is service. Every time I have bad customer service, I have a video in my head of Sheree from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Whatever happened to customer service? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have them say that about you. Be prepared right. to serve. Put it out there and be prepared for the alignment to happen. Uh, you you never know. You never know. 
right? Be prepared for that moment. So keep putting it out there. Keep going. Keep every, what you're doing is building up that muscle. You're building yourself up. You're getting prepared. You're getting prepared to be on that stage. You're getting prepared for that moment. You're getting prepared for that big break. You are doing the work so that when what you want, when you truly want to come back and what you truly want to achieve and accomplish when the opportunity is there, you are prepared for it. Yes, yes, yes. Now that was a word. Ooh, let me snap a couple of times. <laughs> Ooh, okay, now Kendra, that was an amazing conversation, one. But two, I need to know before you get off of this podcast, tell the audience what makes you the prize. What makes me the prize? I'm the and you got to pop your stuff now. Be relentless. No <laughs> You know what? I it, For me, what makes me the prize is because I am at peace with mm. me. I am aligned with my calling, right? I understand my destiny. I understand what I'm put on this earth to do. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. See, some people think that being a prize is like the look, it's the the clothes, the luxury, and that's not what the prize is. And I just love talking to amazing women who can display prize-like qualities through the way that they serve others, you know, through the way that they live their life, through the way that they love themselves. And that's just super important for women to know. So is there anything that you want to tell the audience about anything upcoming thing that you have? You want to manifest on this podcast and say when the next um, plan to profit is going to happen so we can grab our tickets. Cause I'm going to be there. Like I have to show up and support you. Yes, please do. We're going to have it in 2024. So definitely look out for that. Follow me online. Most importantly, if you're ready to protect your brand or you know someone that needs to protect their brand, because sometimes it's not about you, it's who you know, uh, go Mm -hmm. ahead and tell them to check us out, brandprotector.com or shoot us an email at hello at brandprotector.com. I think most importantly for me, I just want you to focus on you. Become the best you that you can be. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for joining in on this podcast today. If you are listening to this episode and you absolutely love this show, please show Kendra some love online. Follow her, send her an email, and also leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. Until next Monday, y'all.